Oh, baby. Welcome back to the Talking Sports by the Most podcast, where we're about a little over 24 hours away from the, the, the biggest day of the year for most football fans, at least American football fans. Super Bowl 56, ready to go. We got two great teams. We've had the best round of playoffs that people can remember in years. <clears throat> and now we're going to have the biggest dud Super Bowl probably in the history of no. Super Bowls, right? No. I mean, every game's been action-packed, kickers, last play of the game, and now here we go. No, this, is a, this will not be a dud. No. I, can no, I mean, if, if everyone is injury-free at the end of the game, if, if Joe Burrow gets hurt, then okay, yeah. Yeah, we were looking over the rosters of the teams, and we were looking at the backup quarterbacks for Cincinnati, and we're like, if they get in the game, I think Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati's not going to be <laughs> coming out on top if, they, if Brandon Allen's um, – you know, under center for a lot of the game, where we even hear his name for the most part. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be a fun, <laughs> back, a fun trip back home to Man, Cincinnati. It's going to be a nightmare for sure. But yeah, so we're ready for Super Bowl Fifty Six. It's amazing. You know, you start off, and and football is really obviously, especially in sports talk, is a three hundred sixty five day a year type topic. But you know, back in August, all the predictions that were out there and. You know, a couple of them, I, I mean, for at least one, I mean, the Rams were the talk of probably one of the NFC teams at the beginning yeah, of the year. I mean, I mean you they, take the they, team they already had, and then you had Stafford, a guy that has had to suffer for a long time. He's done his dues, um, probably should be going to heaven. So Yeah, here it is. And now you, of course, have um, the opposite side of that, the Bengals, who had the worst record, what, two years two ago? Two years ago. And here they are. And, and let's be honest with you, again, every one of their – teams in their division people could have made a legitimate Super yeah. Bowl case for yeah. I mean especially the Ravens and the Browns to begin the year the, the Steelers oh, yeah, kind of new but again <clears throat> I know you get tired about but people were talking that the at dog the pound. <laughs> but now here we are and it's the Bengals the Cincinnati Bengals that are are the team that stole the show so again the, the and I think they have the, the ability to steal a show for quite some time to come yeah, I mean, again, I think unless something goes off the rails, I was reading an article this morning about Chase and Burrow. I mean, they are they are like, they're what Jamar Chase said that uh, he does anything Joe Burrow tells him. He does mm-hmm. everything he does. So I mean, I mean that's a that connection right there. I don't think Cincinnati would ever want to lose. I mean, no, they don't. Hopefully, they. I mean, I hopefully no injuries. You know, take a a roll into a sidestep or, a, you know, a downturn for the Bengals. But, I mean, if they stay healthy, geez, can only imagine what they're going to be able to do. I think the storylines, though, before we actually get into maybe some players are going to make is, is probably a, the in, most interesting. So, obviously, we start with the Bengals because they're the kind of the team that wasn't supposed to be there. Here you have basically a, a dynasty in the making. That's what everybody said about Kansas City, right? Yeah. So you got this dynasty in the making. You have this Ohio kid that's still talking the high school game that we talked about last week that still bothers them to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, having a chance to lead an Ohio team to the Super Bowl, I mean, it doesn't get bigger than that. Um, and, again, just the, the, the storyline of the Bengals, kind of a forgotten team in the NFL. Maybe they had a few glory years back in the early 80s and the 90s and that type of thing, but really a team that's just kind of been off the radar. And here they are now. And Joe Burrow really can write, I think, one of the one of the best scripts of all time. I mean, he is every day he's getting flashier. Every day he he what do you imagine doing? what he's gonna walk into, what he's gonna be wearing? Yeah, he's gonna wear the coat, the glasses, probably some spiffy shoes. Well he's probably said, some he, he's gonna come out with an outfit that 
I mean, it's going to look like he's already won the Super Bowl. And he said he never wants to leave a climate like this where he has different seasons because he can wear different clothes. So if he lived in a warm oh. weather season, he wouldn't be able to get all this flashy stuff. So, so he'd have to wear sunglasses all year round. Yeah, I mean, he—he, he, I hate to say this, but I think he is becoming the face of the NFL. Like, you know, mm. we just are losing Tom Brady. Well, he's kind of like, like the personality of like Baker Mayfield. I would say definitely way more humble in the way he presents himself, and then also he's winning. Oh, he's a better player. Yeah, <laughs> I just meant like I just meant like they're both. Yeah. He he definitely has the it back personality, I mean, but he comes off a little bit more humble. I would yeah. say then he I mean, comes off. I don't want to say humble, but I want to say like Baker's the first. He's going to be the one that's going to get angry, where Joe Burrow's going to remain, you know, in himself and just say, "I'm not my place." You better be talking. confident, and he's confident. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Well, no reason not to be. But it doesn't come across as the Baker Mayfield confident yeah. that you know. And Burrow, obviously, like you just said, he's been backing it up. He's mm-hmm been out there and he's doing it with what's going on in the field so i think the storyline is very interesting for the cincinnati Bengals. the one thing though the difference in to me the two storylines the Bengals, i feel have nothing to lose this Mm -hmm. is gonna be their chance and people expect them to have future chances yeah without question that they have a definitely a future i think brighter than gosh a lot of teams in the nfl right now which i don't think people saw coming i mean i certainly did not but I guess it was just a bad summing up of the team from my end. Uh, obviously, I have plenty of talent. It's just, I don't know, they just don't win, like, they don't win flashy, really. Well, they're so young. People but don't they're just going to get better and better and yeah. better. They ought to mention they're playing in the AFC where, let's be honest, the better tough teams division. are, too. So, tough division, and then the whole AFC itself. Teams. So, yeah. I mean, again, they just they, they seem to have peaked what we would say sooner than we expected. Again, though, it's hard to win in this league, and you just wonder. You say they'll have more chances, but they might not. So yeah. you never know what fate has in front of everybody. So, again, that storyline is with the Bengals. To me, then, you get into the storyline of Matthew Stafford and the Rams, and think about this. I, we're all saying Joe Burrow's probably going to be here multiple times. I mean, Matthew Stafford, this, this is it. probably the difference between him becoming just a good quarterback and becoming a historic quarterback. Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't think he gets he in the Hall of Fame if he doesn't win this he game. He has all the accolades or and stats in the world. It's just that he doesn't have any success to his name, but obviously he was kind of tied down in, in cement blocks and some quicksand for his entire career. But, I mean, yeah, I think this the, goes a long way into the name of Matthew Stafford in 50 years from now. Yeah, I just, I mean, like I was saying, to me, though, we just said the bank, or at least I said the Bengals had nothing to lose, and to me the Rams have, have everything, everything to lose. lose because Stafford, like I said, I I really feel this is again not that he can't come back to another Super Bowl, but if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, he is not going to be considered one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. So it's just pretty interesting. I mean, you're going to have guys like um, just names that you're like, are you kidding me? He he's got a Super Bowl, but not Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, you can say that about a lot of people. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is one of them, right there. Well, yeah, I'm just. Well, saying. he didn't win the Super Bowl, but he's. Well, he went with the Patriots, I guess, right? Well, yeah, on the but, side. I was thinking, I can't think of his name um, from the Ravens. Um, the year they won Joe the Super Flacco? Bowl. Yeah, Joe Flacco. I mean, you, Joe Flacco have one, not you. I mean, again, he's he's going to be falling to me like in the Dan Marino. Yeah, he's going to be like Dan Marino. Yeah, like he just never never was able to get over it. Yeah. Um, so again, this is to me a game that they have everything to lose. They talked about how they spent their cap. They don't have the draft picks. This is this well, they is a oh, draft pick for two years. I thought I was so. yeah something crazy. Yeah. And not only that, but remember they're playing at home. <laughs> yeah, I mean the. 
again, everything has lined up perfectly. The question is, how are they? I mean, let's be honest, though, all, everyone's going to be nervous, I'm assuming, since it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. But it's just an amazing thing to see. Um, the two quarterbacks, really, I think everybody would love to see win the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, at about 10 o'clock tomorrow night, only one, one of them's going to have it. And happy. One, one of them's going to be happy. Yeah, it's just, it, this is it. I mean, it, the storyline with the quarterbacks is perfect. And I don't know, I, I was, I love seeing all the stuff online, and it looks like America wants the Bengals to win. Which is yeah, I think America wants the Bengals to win because it's Joe Burrow. Yeah, I think he's just he's but won everybody's heart. I think if he went against anyone else, Matthew Stafford would be the, they would want Matthew Stafford and the and the Rams to win. But going against the Bengals, I think everyone's just intrigued by him. Yeah. So anyway, so that's I think the storylines. That's where we're at here. We got two young coaches going in at Sean McVay now in his second Super Bowl already. Yeah. And now here hopefully we he are. scores more than six points this time. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So um, that would not be a pleasant sight probably for Super Bowl eyes. No. Um, so now let's kind of get into some of what we think might be some of the matchups or some of the deciding factors in this game. Obviously, when you take a look at the Rams, I think obviously have had more notoriety on offense and more notoriety on defense. And the Bengals, obviously, I think a lot of people just look at their offense, but yet mm-hmm. their defense has played stingy. Yeah. I mean, they've played great so far this year. Tough. Especially in these playoffs. I mean, so it's just one of those things where let's see where the matchup goes. And I think the matchup everybody is looking right now is, is that defensive line going to absolutely destroy Joe Burrow? I mean, I think that's going to be a huge deciding factor. I don't know if that will come down to that will be the deciding factor or not. But I mean, a tremendous D line that is going to put pressure on the Bengals all game. And if they can protect Burrow, I think they have a very good chance of winning it. And if they can't protect him, I think it's going to kind of be like Mahomes in last year where they just, I mean, if you can't protect your quarterback, it's hard to make plays. And, yeah, you always, I mean, almost bring up a good idea that maybe this could play out just like last year. I, mean, I, I think it will have a very good opportunity. I mean, if they can't protect him, they're not going to. I just don't see how they can win if they have. I mean, I know they had 10 sacks. The the Titans had 10 sacks against them. But I think if tomorrow they have 10 sacks, I, yeah, I just can't imagine. I think the, the difference game. is because of who they're playing. Yeah. Because the Titans weren't going to score a lot of points. Yeah, no, they I weren't mean, just offensively going to explode or anything like that. Sight. Not that the Rams are going to go crazy. I think this could be kind but of a lower scoring game, but they have all potential in the world. Especially if you're turning it over, you're sacking, yeah. you're losing tons of yards. Yeah. I mean, they're going to get good field position. And the bottom line is this yeah. is not the team. So the question is, is Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller going to get after Joe Burrow and if he does, it's going to be, you said it perfectly, what a great analogy, exactly what happened to Patrick Mahomes in last year's game. So there's a lot going on there. And that that's the matchup everyone's talking about. I mean, yeah. they've talked about how many times Joe Burrow's been sacked, what, 51 times this year. The Rams are putting more pressure on on offenses than ever before, especially here in the playoffs. That That is obviously the key, quote-unquote, key matchup. There's no doubt about it. it if, if he's upright, the Bengals probably are going to win that game. And if he's laying on his back, ouch. Some people probably don't mind that, but well, no. I don't I think don't Joe Burrow that. wants to be getting hit left and right and not knowing where the next Aaron Donald hit is going to come from. So Or Von Miller or whoever is going to hit him. I mean, I think probably anyone that plays in that D-line tomorrow is going to have a chance to hit him Yeah, with the way the D-line is and then the way the offensive line for the, uh, the Bengals. Yeah, so I think that's going to be interesting. So the question is, again, and that might be who probably has the most pressure on them, the offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals. Everybody's looking. Everybody's expecting the sacks. Everyone's expecting the pressure. However, with that being said, Cincinnati's a great uh, great screen team. 
get Joe I just Mixon think they can't out. expect him to sit back there and just. I mean, I think they're going to have to kind of be somewhat quick with it and strategic. Diggins, Boyd, they know that, that they know that they're not going to be able to block that D line all game. They know that they have a disadvantage in there. But if they can be strategic and get the ball out and, and you know maybe do some swing pat like you know we get the running back going out or the receiver getting them going out, kind of like the way San Francisco uses Debo Samuel. I mean, right. he, you never really know where he's going to line up. Right. I think he's lined up everywhere other than the offensive line. And the talent is there. I mean, we know they have the offensive players, Cincinnati. Again, maybe this is the the greatest definition of how scheme maybe could win you a championship. I mm-hmm. mean, I think however Cincinnati plans this, they're, they're not going to be, I don't, I mean, yeah, you got to take shots downfield. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is I think the short passing attack, mm-hmm. the screens. Getting ahead of the chains instead of getting themselves in third and eight, third and nine, third and ten, where they kind of have to sit back and throw the ball, I think they're going to put themselves in trouble if they do that. Where the Rams, I think, kind of can do more of whatever they want, not saying that they're going to be able to do whatever they want, but I think they have the ability to um, be kind of a little bit more relaxed and kind of just go with the flow of the game where the Bengals, I think, have to have be more, a little more strategic with protecting Joe Burrow and, and keeping him up. And right. I mean, obviously healthy. And then probably the underdog of the game is going to be the matchup of the Bengals' defense versus the offense of the Rams. I think a lot of people... Are um, I, I don't think many people could name a lot of players on Cincinnati's defense, um, but yet they've played great. Yeah. But like I mean, we said they gave up under twenty points so far in the playoffs um, right now. So I mean, uh, in the three games, so I just and the question is, I mean, let's be honest, you got you got Jefferson, Cup, Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, you have great players that they're going to be going up against, and and are they going to be able to hold up? Because again. Again, you just mentioned this is not going to be maybe the highest scoring. Yeah, affair, I don't think it's going to be. But the yet, scoring. from the outside looking in, you got two offenses that are. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, look, look at the the Bengals. Every single game, Joe Burrow throws for 300, 350 yards, and they score twenty five points. I think twenty seven points, twenty six points, and twenty whatever they scored against the Titans. I guess I don't yeah. remember. I think you hit it a little bit, though, on the nail on the head, where maybe the reason it's not as high scoring is because it's more strategic for Cincinnati. It's not a quick-scoring offense necessarily. Can they? Oh, yeah. Um, But is that defense going to allow that? I doubt it. So I agree with you. I think it's that's probably why maybe it doesn't become the highest-scoring affair. And I think just because... That first quarter, you're feeling out, the nerves are there. Mm -hmm. Like, you just feel like there. it takes... Like eight minutes before everybody gets yeah. settettled into the game well not like 14 14 and after a couple yeah. of minutes but that would be I just especially I mean we got for the first time in a while we got two teams that haven't been there really I mean the the Rams went there you know four years ago but how many of those guys are still on that team right yeah a lot right. of guys that haven't been there the entire basically I would just, I don't know how many players from the Bengals have ever even been to a Super Bowl yeah I mean, it's it's going to be really interesting. And again, we we were reading up on some matchups, kind of what some of the highlights are going to be. And I think the scariest guy probably is um, the cornerback from Cincinnati, Mike Hilton, because he's going to have to play Cooper Cup, the best wide receiver yeah. in the NFL. And you know, he, they mentioned he's probably going to have to cover the slot. That's what Cooper Cup kind of plays. But Cooper Cup can beat you deep. He can beat you with a short pass, behind a screen pass, anything. I mean, that guy, I think, probably got a little bit of nerves on him right now because yeah, a lot you've got to play. I mean, they're all going to have a lot of pressure on him. I mean, the, the, the defensive backs, cornerbacks for the Bengals and the Rams, I mean, they're going to have to play well to to stop them because, I mean, you look at both teams' receivers and quarterbacks, I mean, you've you got some players there. Yeah. There's no there's no just, like, 
there's no no guy on that field on that offense that's going to be either side that's going to be just a pushover. I mean, they got some they got some dudes lining up at receiver. And now let's talk about it. We've talked about the quarterbacks. We're talking about the wide receivers. We're talking about the passing game. And then maybe what actually decides this game is who runs the ball better. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it going to be? Neither team are going to be running the ball too much. I mean, right. I've had Mixon on my fantasy football team, and he's a guy that doesn't get too many yards, but he's a guy that gets a lot of touches, it seems like. Um, I think it's going to be the same way. I think that the Rams are the exact same way. Um, they got Cam Akers. They got Sonny Michelle. They're not going to run for 150, 200 yards. Neither no, team is going to do that. They may not even run for 150 yards combined tomorrow. I think maybe but, because the, both coaches are a little more aggressive and know the quarterbacks. I mean, so. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe then whoever decides to maybe go with the run game a little bit, get get you know pound a little bit, maybe they end up coming out on top just because they're kind of doing something that a lot of us aren't sitting here thinking that's going to be the, the keys to the game, I guess. I can just tell you, they're not going to run the ball. All right. Either team is not going to run the ball for a tremendous amount of yards. But, I mean, obviously it comes down to a third and one. What are you going to do? Third and two. What do you, what do you yeah. feel like you're going to be able to do? Can you Do you think you can run the ball? I mean, say you got third and three, and it's a four-down territory. Are you, what are you doing? Do you feel like you can run the ball twice and get it? Or are you going to try to be sneaky and try to do a little cute passing play and then put yourself in a bad position if you don't get it? And if I'm in the Super Bowl and I am the coach and I have those two quarterbacks, I think I'm putting it in their hands and saying yeah. you, catch, you have somebody catch it. Yeah. I mean, again, um, you got Jamar Chase – Jalen Ramsey, I mean, that's going to be a great matchup. But, again, I take my chances on a one-yard out real quick to chase to catch the ball to get that first down. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly that probably we don't think running is going to be. We're going to go over some prop bets a little bit in a, in a few minutes here to go over. Just kind of fun because that's what people love about the Super Bowl. But one of the bets I took a, put a little bit of money on is, will the first play of the game be a pass or a run? What, 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 to you, these two teams, it's a pretty safe bet. Now, which one do you think I picked? Um. Well, I, I know the answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It better be a pass. I'm telling you right now. I want 20 bucks, all right? But, again, it's just one of those things that, uh, again, maybe we're sitting here thinking passing is going to kind of be supreme, and then yet maybe, maybe, maybe running takes over when you least expect it. Um. Well, I don't think so. Okay. It's just, it's so, I mean, in the three games that they've played, Mixon has run for 48 yards, 54 yards, and 88 yards. Expect and that, the unexpected. Well, I, I, say I don't care about expecting the unexpected. I say that every morning. Not gonna happen. every morning when I wake up. That's what I say. For what? Don't worry about it. All right. Anyways, um, so it's going to definitely be, I think, matchups. We know some of the big names. We kind of know where everyone's going. And, again, in a tight game like this, if we think it's going to be pretty tight, then we got our kickers. And our boy, McPherson. With the universe on the line, I want Evan McPherson kicking me a field goal. Well, you know he's going to miss it now. No, I want the universe on the line. Everything's on the line. He's the guy. He's my guy. Go Gators. Go Bengals. Seriously. I'll be honest with you. For the last two weeks, I've been sitting here dreading having to make a pick in this game because I'll just lay it out. Number one, I want to see the Bengals win. I'm, I'm going to root for the Bengals. Um, but then everything to me around the game says the Rams have to win this game. And even as we've been sitting here talking and you look at the matchups, you just think the weak link is probably the Cincinnati defense. But yet they've played so good they've this year. They've played well. They haven't done anything to not know. make us convinced, but and I then, just don't know what to say about this. Does the ghost of Matthew Stafford kind of pick up? Because he does kind of got that, like, you know, the pressure gets going, gets a little this. And well, he's just, the, his problem is, He's been in the league for however long, like 
and he's basically been under the same pressure that Joe Burrow has, and he's in his second year. That's the problem. He just hasn't been there because he played for the Lions. When you no. play for the Lions, you don't get to be we in a spotlight. We talk about the Lions on this podcast. Well, we have to because no. Matthew Stafford was destroyed oh. because of the Lions. And I just don't – It's I, I agree with that. I felt like before the playoffs started, I just wasn't – I wasn't sold on the Rams because I wasn't sure how Matthew Stafford would play when it came down to it. And obviously we know he's a tremendous quarterback. He's done so many things. He's passed for so many yards, so many touchdowns. He's had some ama- amazing games in his career. But they've all been in the regular season before this year. Yeah. I mean, it's – it's. I think it's one of the more um, – again, on paper – I feel like it's pretty even matchup, but your brain says no. The Rams have to. I win. mean, I feel like the Rams have to win, but at the same time, I don't think I've picked the Bengals yet in any of those games, and they have won every single one of those games. Hey, I picked the Bengals. For psychology. Game. That's right. I don't know. So we definitely got. I think a really we got all the players in place. Like we got the big names. Obviously, some of the names are newer to a lot of people because the Bengals just kind of came out of the blue into a lot of people like oh god who are these they're so young and so maybe not as many people knew who they were but they got big names now they got stars and to be honest with you especially to me when you watch the Bengals, you're watching the future of the game mm-hmm. and when you're watching the rams you're kind of seeing like again not the not that it's like but the, the you know uh, what's that office quote like it's when you're in your uh when he says like He's trying to get smart and keep No, going. it's not. It's just like the quote um, that oh, the Nard Dog says. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him. I'll, I'll, when I find it, I'll but let everyone know. Again, I just, and again, I know it's mainly because Matthew Stafford, he could still play for more years. It just feels like, though, again, this is their chance, the perfect moment for them to kind of win the Super Bowl, take home the trophy. I just, I, gosh, it's just so hard when you think about it, how it plays out. And then you wonder, are the Bengals sort of, over their heads. At some point, does everyone on the Bengals team realize we shouldn't have been here? We're young. We still, maybe we we don't have it, right? I don't know. All right, so you found out. Here we go. Okay, it's the Nard Dog from the office. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. That's what I meant about the Rams. Not that the days are over, but without a question, we, we both would agree that the Bengals, the future is definitely brighter for a longer period of time than the Rams. Right. Maybe not brighter. I shouldn't. Oh, okay, I will say brighter. You're right. I, I will say brighter for a longer period of time, yeah. too. So, again, my, my gut, I, I mean, again, that's what I mean. I know who I want to win. The question is who is going to win. So I've been thinking long and hard about this. Again, I, I think the boy wonder is the real deal. I think the Bengals are on a roll. They're confident. They've beaten, I think, the better teams. I think the Bengals are going to go into the Super Bowl, and I think they're going to beat the Rams. I'm going to take the Bengals. I hate these scores because I feel like I'm not anywhere close because I do think it could be high scoring if the right things come into play. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to go field goal. I'm going to go 30-27. to 27. I think the Bengals win Super Bowl 56. Uh, I've been dreading this as well because I – just I hate picking this because I think both these teams I could make a hundred legitimate reasons as to why they're going to win the game Um, and I think they're always going to balance each other out Um, but I think it's going to be a 27-23 game and 
just because you picked the Bengals, I'm going to go with the Rams. Oh. I want to pick the Bengals because I've been wrong about them the whole time. So, But I want to stick with the Rams just because you went with the Bengals. All right, well. But I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be kind of similar to the Chiefs-Bengals game. Not that I'm saying the Rams are going to go out in front or the Bengals are going to go out in front like they did, but I think it's going to be kind of just a, a lower-scoring affair when we think it's going to be maybe a little higher-scoring. But, um, yeah, I just – it's hard to say that the Bengals won't win because they've done everything that we didn't expect them to do for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, they've su- – I, they, we have not been expecting the unexpected, if you know what I mean. Um, and it's just they they find ways to win. They play tough, and they keep themselves in games. They weren't in the game in the end of the first half almost against the Chiefs, but they got that stop. Whether that was stupid play call by the Chiefs and stupid management, I don't know if you want to say that or if it was just a good defensive play. Um, but And then the second half, they just kind of – said it was our game and they yeah. won the game they went out and won it they got the stop in overtime and then they went out and kicked the field goal won the game so. it's gonna be interesting so there we go there's our our picks and um to kind of end we want to spend just a couple minutes talking about some of these neat kind of prop bets for those of you out there steven doesn't but i'm yeah, betting like crazy but listen to some of these bets and just you know we could maybe uh maybe throw a couple out there too i think this is interesting so right off the bat is it going to be heads or tails and this is amazing that the last three of the four coin tosses have been heads, but that comes after four straight tails. So, Stephen, do you think it's going to be heads or tails? Um, just just before we get started um, uh, on this gambling topic, uh, just just in case anyone needs to know, there is a gambling um, addiction hotline. Um, my friend over here might somewhat need it. Um, but um, what was the question? Heads or tails? Um. Um, I'm going to go tails never fails. All right, we'll go with that. How about this one? Will a team that wins the coin toss win the game? Oh, God. Teams, listen to this. Teams that win the coin toss are 24 and 31. That includes wow. an 0-7 mark in the past seven Super Bowls. Hmm. So whoever has won the coin toss has lost the last seven. Does that streak end tomorrow? Um, I'm going to say it's going to go to one and seven in the last eight. <laughs> okay. You can't, I mean, there's no way. It's eight straight. Are you kidding me? That's like impossible. when you take a test and it's like A-A-A-A-A-A. Yeah, you know, at some point it's got to yeah, change. It's got to change. I mean, this you is a cool. 50% chance. And this is why people love the Super Bowl because people who don't care about sports, there's a lot of people who... Well, they just, just like to eat, drink beer, watch games, but watch commercials, watch the halftime show. It's kind of and good. then there just happens to be this football game around it. Now, how about color of the liquid poured on the winning coach of the Gatorade. Right now, the purple is plus 1,000. And it says since 2001, orange has been five times. That's interesting. So purple only once. So why not Well, it's put, not going to be clear. It's not going to be... Why not put... Yeah, it's not going to be green. How about it's not going to be red or... 10 bucks on purple. Look at those odds. Maybe... I feel like purple or orange are like the best, too. Ooh, all right. I think this is funny. So a couple more bets. It says, what will be mentioned first during the Super Bowl MVP speech? Team teammates, city fans, God, religion, family, coaches, or the team owners? Well, I can tell you right now, if it's Joe Burrow giving that speech, it's going to be city and fans. Yeah, I Without bet question. It'll be, definitely. I think if it's Matthew Stafford, it might be Or God. it could be Cooper Cup, too. Yeah. But I guess if Cooper Cup's going to have a game, probably Stafford's going to have a game. But yeah. 
I guess, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, Some other funny ones, kind of, will player propose after the game. Oh, no. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Someone's going to be proposing at the game. <laughs> may not be a player, but... Um, you know, then they go into the different commercials, you know, like, which which company will go first. Some of the other ones you can kind of go with, which I think is amazing, like, um, again, the odds. Look at this one. Any offensive lineman to score a touchdown. I feel like your odds have to be pretty, <laughs> pretty low on that. But if they do score a touchdown, you'll be walking out with some money. Yeah. Um, they got some great bets again, like the high highest scoring quarter you can bet on. Um, will either team win by exactly three points? You can bet this, you know, go with the MVP right now. The odds are um, Matthew Stafford being the MVP. I mean, but it's just amazing that you can look at some of these. And, again, if you, even if you don't like football, even if you don't like sports, if you got a little money in your pocket – Throw a couple bucks down. Doesn't hurt to say maybe purple Gatorade will be what's thrown. You know, I mean they they even have bets on how long the the national anthem is going to last. So it's it's kind of fun. Again, that's what the Super Bowl is. It's the culmination of football since August, both college and pro. People are sitting around. There's nothing else to do on that Sunday evening. Everyone's going to watch it, whether you got a uh, you know a team in the game or not. And you're just hoping, you know, why not why not throw a few extra bucks in there? You know, win a little bit. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I know you. You probably bet on every. You probably already got your. You're probably asking me these questions right now, so you can bet on what. No, you're going to be doing. I put a little money in. That's it. Put a little bit of a few bets in. Just you know, I mean, all I know is that first play tomorrow better be a pass. Only put ten dollars on it. Doesn't matter. It's ten. I double my money. Who cares? You're gonna. You already got three hundred and fifty more dollars. I'm trying to buy some golf clubs next week. I need. Oh yeah, because I forgot. You don't have money, money. to buy golf clubs. You buy three drivers a year. No, 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 no. So yeah. we'll save that That's for the golf podcast. No, nope, no, nope, we're not talking. We'll save that for the golf podcast. <laughs> that works. But definitely. So, just to kind of recap again. Our goal is to give you the pertinent information. I'm telling you, put your money on the Bengals. Again, put fifty bucks on it. You'll win some money. Why not put five hundred on it? Well, I mean, put some cash on the table. I'm not that. Come on. No, 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 no. You got to win some money. You got to buy some golf clubs, people. No. So one of us is going to text the other one tomorrow at some point and say you were wrong. Probably I'll probably. Well, I'll be texting you that you were wrong. Well, you won't be texting me because I didn't put any money on anything. (laughs) All right. So our picks are, again, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Until the game's over, I'll be wrong. There you go. Before that. But that's all pride. That's not money. Steven's going to go ahead. He's going to go with his team. He's going to go with his team. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens. But again, I, it's just fun that we kind of get to, again, just a celebration. It really is. There's so much going on in the world. Everyone just can sit back for three and a half hours, enjoy the game. All again, life's problems go down the toilet yeah. for three and a half hours. The neat thing is, though, whoever wins, I mean, I hate to say this. I feel like sometimes some players are looked at kind of like villains. Like people got jealous i think that brady kept winning and if aaron Rodgers would have won oh, sometimes gosh. it's just that the same taste gets a little vanilla you know what i mean yeah. he had been there so many times and i think kind of like the same way with lebron when he went to eight straight finals i mean people don't like him i think tom brady the same way tom brady obviously has done a better job of winning when it came down to the you know the championship um and getting those rings but i just think sometimes then you get the same team the same Blah, it just gets vanilla for a lot of fans. They want to see something different. I think that's what makes this game so much yeah. 
so intriguing because they're two teams that haven't. I mean, the Rams obviously were there four years ago, but other than that, but the faces are different. Yeah, the faces are different. The Bengals obviously, I mean, completely different. And the storylines: Stafford, Odell, Cooper Cup winning the Super Bowl. You go to the you know Cincinnati Bengals right off the bat. Joe Burrow, Chase. I mean, you get these players. I mean, this is no matter who wins. I think unless you're the diehard fan of their team. Someone's going to look and say that was a great, great thing for that person. So it's going to be kind of, a, it's just getting, got a different feeling than some of the Super Bowls in the past, I feel like. So it's nice exciting. to change it up and get some different guys in Super Bowl, different organizations. And it's fun, intriguing. I mean, it's been a tremendous playoffs. And I mean, obviously, the, the game could be a dud. I don't think it will be. Um, but we have definitely been in store for a, an unbelievable playoff run or playoff stretch of games this year. Mm-hmm. And we're spoiled because I don't know if, at least, I don't know if in my lifetime we'll ever see uh, you know a, a, the playoffs so tight yeah. and just unbelievable every game how it comes down to a kick or a last play in overtime. I mean, truly, I don't think that'll ever McPherson, happen again. He's 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 McPherson, the, the universe on the line. That's my guy. That's I think's gonna happen. So we hope you enjoy the Super Bowl preview. We are probably gonna tape the next podcast next Sunday. Going out to look for some golf clubs. We'll probably be together on Sunday, and we will. Um, Get that next podcast. Well, he's drained his bank account. Yep, but the Super Bowl may help you know pad the bank account. So we'll see. But um, so we'll probably get that next podcast up next Sunday with all the good information. We'll see who's right. We'll look ahead to. We'll look back at what happened. Going to March Madness. Going all sorts of stuff as we keep moving the world of sports. So remember, I don't listen to us because um, we talk sports better than most.